0: When will the end of time be? When will you say enough is enough? When will the Lord come back? All questions to be answered. Coming up. I just want to overview with you some Bible stories that you're very familiar with. You remember Pharaoh? He wouldn't let God's kids go. And despite what God did around him to show him how powerful he was, he still would not change have you ever thought about the devil and why he doesn't change? When I was a kid, I used to pray that God and the devil would kind of work it, work their problems out. <laughs> Honestly, I was thinking, well, if it's between those two individuals, then maybe if they reconciled, then everybody else would go back to loving each other. And I sincerely prayed that as a kid, thinking the best uh, possible scenario. I, I wasn't thinking that God was malicious or the devil or any of that. I just didn't know. And when you come to find out his character, you start to realize some things. Do you know that the Bible says that one angel comes down and grabs him and locks him up for a thousand years? And after that, you know what he does? Does rehabilitation work? Well, not in his case. The Bible talks about iniquity was found in him. There's something about him that is going to rebel no matter what you do for him, to him, through him. He's always going to be who he is. And that's the point. So after he gets out, Out of the imprisonment that he's kept in for a thousand years, you know the first thing he does? He goes out to make war against God and his people. Pharaoh, all the signs that were going on around him, all the wonderful demonstrations that God did to show him, hey, look, these are my people. Let them go. He decided, no, no, that's not who I am. And he did buckle under some peer pressure there at the end just to get him out of his sight. But then his heart, you know, is what it is. And he decided, hey, I'm going to pursue after him. And he tried and he was destroyed. He had a hard heart. I wonder if the end time comes like this. Everybody that will believe has already believed. And the ones that will not believe, you can't change them. I'll make my point like this. Some of you are over the age of 40 or 50 or 60 or are 70 years old, and you're thinking, you know what, just a couple more days of training and I'll go out for that marathon. <laughs> no, you're probably thinking, no, if I was going to do a marathon, I'd have probably done it a long time ago. And you become settled in that conviction that you're not going to go out for a marathon. You're not going to keep going past what you feel comfortable right now because you're being bullheaded. Set in your ways. You are already determined the outcome of certain things in your life. Are you ever going to get remarried? Are you ever going to get divorced? Are you ever going to have kids? All those questions that come and go, and you've decided them long before anybody else. Here's the answer. Because they're decided out of your heart. The Bible talks about out of the abundance of the person's heart, the mouth speaks. And that's where we're at today. I need to find out in my own life, what have I settled on? What have I just said, you know what, just because I haven't heard me say it out loud doesn't mean that I haven't already established it. I have decided to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior, and my heart and my mouth aligned together, but my heart had to make the decision long before my mouth did. There are certain things that we will fight God about. That's why I believe the Scriptures record accurately that there is a spirit of antichrist, anti-doing what he wants you to do because we think it's going to cost us something. When will the end time come for you? When is the last time that you'll buy a car? When is the last time that you'll make a payment? When is the last time that you'll decide enough is enough? When is the last time that you'll pick up your kid once and for all because they're too heavy? All these things are determined, and sometimes it's out of our control. But what if God called you to do something a long time ago when you were a kid and you decided to push it off? You decided, no, not now. I'm going to wait. I'll do it eventually. And then eventually is the selling point that the devil always wants to bring up. Eventually, you can do this. You have plenty of time. There's plenty of road ahead of you. You got plenty of years in front of you. Go do what you want to do because there's always time to do what God wants you to do. (laughs) We've all bought into that lie. And now after you get some years on you, you start to realize, hey, I can't run like I used to. I can't jog like I used to. In order for me to recoup that and to get back to that, it's going to take dedication now where once it was easy. Following God is kind of the same way. You find out when you get saved and 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 you find out his redemption plan for you and the things that he had for you, you start to fall in love with him and you're like, oh, my goodness, I didn't know that you are this kind to mankind and that you are this good to me specifically. I accept you for that, and I want to love on you. And you start to realize your position and Christ seated together in heavenly places, and you start to really hone in on that. And then religion comes in and talks you out of falling in love with God, and it's just status quo. It's another song. It's another uplifting of your hands. It's another prayer. It's another service. It's another have-to. Versus a want to. And we get pigeonholed into one area in our Christianity, and we think, well, this is all that there is. And a lot of people have given up on church, specifically, going to a building, a location, because of, they feel like, been there, done that. And they become hard-hearted because they don't realize that the decisions that they made is not coming out of their mouth, but it's out of the intent of the heart, And there's many reasons why we get to those points, I'm sure. When you think about raising your kids, at some point, some parents have said, you know what, why discipline them? It doesn't do any good. And they let them go. And that was at two years old, three years old, four years old. And now they're in the news at 16 and 17 and 18 years old of not obeying anyone. And you wonder, how did we get there? Well, it came by a decision, not necessarily a overt action from you, but a heart decision that said, you know what? I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired of doing what I know to do. I'm just going to take it easy for a little bit because after all, who's watching? The manifestations of your work come out. They come out for all of us. If I look over my life, it's I know what I've been thinking about. I know what my heart's been attentive to. And I know the shortcomings that it has. So going forward, I can say, I'm not going to change. You're not going to make me change. And that's good in some areas. But in other areas where God is dealing with you about, whatever it is, are you going to be like Pharaoh and Lucifer himself? where no matter what the external pressure is, no matter how many signs, wonders, and miracles that you see performed, you decide it's not convenient. It's not worth the fight. The Bible talks about faith as a fight. yeah there's corresponding actions. You believe something, that's great. That means you are fully persuaded that what you're believing is actually going to happen. Nobody else sees it. You know it in your heart. You've made a heart decision. That's what's going to happen but it doesn't happen just by sitting there. You have to have corresponding actions to it. You cannot wait until you check out of this life to see if the eternal life is real. You have to believe on this side that Jesus actually paid a price for sins and shortcomings, and you receive that payment so that when you go on the other side, what you believed is now a reality because you put your faith to action. You actually believed in your heart, and you confessed with your mouth, and now you're walking it out. And that's what you're fully persuaded of over and over and over again. Even though the enemy tries to come in and tells you you're not, you go back to the reliable source, which is God's word, and you stand on that. What about other things? Has God called you to pioneer? To start a business? To launch out into something that you didn't think was possible now, but you used to believe that you could? And you think, well, that time is... Come and gone, that ship has set sail. There's no way this is going to happen. And you can find people to agree with you. But if you want to really go for the gusto, if you want to go for God's best, you'll quit making excuses for the flesh and thinking of reasons not to accomplish something. And you'll be like, you know what? I'm going to make up my mind. I don't care what it costs me, I don't care how much pain I endure. I see something at the end of the road that I want, and I'm going for it. If that's you, and I think it's all of us, in several areas, we're all challenged by the thought of what else can I accomplish in this life. You only have so many times to spend around this earth. And today is the only today has that has ever been. You'll never get this day back. So whatever day you're listening to this on, this is the day in which you can say, hey, this part of my life started right here, a humble beginning of just a heart decision to say, I believe that with God, all things are possible. When will the end come? That question is usually referring to when will Jesus come back? But when will your end come? When will you say, I'm not going to go any further? I'm going to sit here until I die. And then God is going to swoop me out of here and I'm going to be forever with him. All along, he might be saying, there's a little bit more work that you could accomplish. There's a little bit more that I want you to do. Not so that he checks his box of getting things done, but that you fulfill your destiny. My prayer for you, as well as myself, is, Lord, don't let me live and die without having fulfilled exactly what you've called me here to do. This is Michael Myers.